spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy, happy Fat Tuesday, soon to be Weather Event Wednesday. It is Weather Event Wednesday. We're going to have a wind event. I'm interested to see how that goes. I've never seen a wind event in the Valley. I've seen Not when we're planning it, because this feels much different. Okay. Well, I'm open to uh, figuring out uh, what the heck it is. I think, can I be honest, uh, I think Becky Lynn has kind of blown it out of proportion. I'm just saying. Hey, I'm just going on what Jim Cross was reporting. Don't listen to Jim Cross. What does Jim Cross know? He's a Hall of Famer. Oh, well, listen to Jim Cross. He knows a lot. <laughs> that guy knows what he's talking about. I mean, he's Jim at, Cross. Look at those skies out there today. They look pretty ominous. Pretty um, ominous. I'm thinking. But that's not bringing wind. Well, it was windy this morning. It's died down. It's. It's generating its energy for tomorrow. Boy, did, I'll tell you, we Arizona loves its weather. As Boy. soon as you, some event, oh, we, we right. might have some wind. Oh, we got to have it. Because what's going to happen in two, in about a month and a half? It's going to be another 102 degree day today yeah. with very little wind and maybe some monsoon later tonight. It, and that's what it'll be like for 90 to 120 days. Isn't it going to be great? You just Tomorrow's going to be awesome. You're just going to go down your Facebook page or Twitter or whatever, and everybody's going to have a video of you know something blowing over in their yard. I'm just it's going to be wind. the dumbest oh, thing it. in the world. You I know what's funny? It's and, there, and somebody's going to put, I've, I'm marked safe from the wind event, and oh, I will rebuild as two of their chairs. <laughs> You're right. Over. You're right. You're right. All right. Uh, let's get to uh, teenagers and why they feel hopeless. There was a teen mental health decline during the pandemic. Okay. Not a shocker. No, that's what the CDC said. Okay. First of all, you're a kid. Growing up is hard. You know, I mean, you're trying to figure yourself out. You know, you're on social media and that's not helping things. And, you know, school is tough and you don't know where you fit in. All right. Now you put a pandemic in. That's going to turn your world upside down. Yeah. Okay. All right. Get this. Uh, Let me get the statistic. So the percentage of high schoolers who reported experiencing uh, persistent feelings of sadness or hopelessness. Uh, In 2019, it was 37%. In 2021, it was 42%. And you say, okay, that's just a few percentage. You know, listen, we're at 42%. 10 years ago, we were at 28. Yeah. Okay, it's not all the pandemic. It is part of it, but that's not all that we're talking about here. This is a very unsettling thing. Girls in particular are having serious issues. They're harming themselves. And this is desperation, depression. But this is not something that is fleeting. I expect kids to go through ups and downs of life, breakups, your bodies change, all of the things that happen as you grow up. The difference is it is persistent. And there's thoughts of this all the time. And there's a lot of things we can look to. Uh, obviously, what took place with the pandemic, and I think the way that was handled uh, wasn't the greatest. But, man, I look at parents as well. I look at this helicopter parenting world. We don't give kids the opportunity to grow. You know, you'll find many psychologists out there that will say, look, unless your kid gets lost a few times in life in a store, around the block, and finds their way home, a kid's not growing up. Mm. We don't give kids opportunities to to, to grow, to, to prove themselves, to, 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 yeah, find out what's going on in their life because we've scheduled everything, and they're just a byproduct of their insanity. Mm. And it's my generation. Who grew up as latchkey kids have now become helicopter parents, bulldozer parents. What was it last week? Commando parents. Yeah. It's insane. 
And you wonder why they're afraid to drive? And they have mental health issues? Anxiety. Depression. Thoughts of suicide. Cutting themselves. Yeah. Hurting themselves. All right, so what's the, what, what is the solution? What is the solution? Because this didn't just happen because of COVID. COVID put everybody in some state of anxiety or, yeah. or depression. Yeah. Or, you no, know, no, when you no, lock no. things down at the beginning and, you know, you're hearing about some awful disease that's going to wreck the planet. It's tough, man. It is. It's tough. So, again, you know, when you go through it as an adult, you're an adult. But if you're a kid, gosh, that's got to be tough with all the things that you think are just major problems. And now you just put now there's a pandemic on the world. Why? Here's one thing. Why aren't more kids seeing child psychologists? Getting in is a little tough. But I think a lot of the other stuff is, too, is is you have you could do it. Money is a big issue. Right. But you could do it over. You do tele. Yeah. Right? My, my, I mean, I work with that company. Better help is all that stuff you can do. It's it's kids today also live in a world where they don't want to talk. My eldest is one of those ones. It's tough for her to talk about certain things. And they go online and this this meta world, whether it's actually the metaverse or others, where there is a lot of stuff going on that's uncomfortable. There's a lot of weird peer pressure that we didn't get back in the day. So is it take the phone away? Is it take the internet away? I, th- I think some of the social media, pl- I think social media plays a huge part in a lot of this. I think parenting does as well. Because mm-hmm. I think if your kid's well-adjusted, social media doesn't have the same influence And if your kid lives in a world of anxiety and then it has somewhere that it can go and allow that anxiety to, to get fed upon. And I don't think, I think, man, I, I look around and even this weekend watching Jack play hockey, seeing so many of these parents helicopter parent their kid rather than enjoy the fact that their kid's playing a sport and getting so involved in their life is a bit uncomfortable. And it puts a lot of pressure on the kid. Yeah. Like letting kids go play. It's like, I'm over at somebody's house or we got to go there. And there's a, is there a parent there? I mean, my God, it's. We just don't allow those things to happen anymore. It is so, what if uh, your kid gets taken? Because we've built this safety bubble that is almost unbreachable. And when it gets breached for one little thing, we think it happens 24-7. And your kids feel your anxiety. And then that funnels, uh, that fuels more of their anxiety. It's It's not healthy. I don't know. I didn't have a lot of anxiety as a kid. Did you worry about being kidnapped? No. 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 And by the way, our day... There were far more kidnappings in our day than in today. Today, it's virtually, it never happens. Yeah. So a new uh, health report is out on your teen. New CDC data says nearly three in five teen girls felt persistently sad or hopeless in 2021. That's a 60% increase in the highest level reported in a decade. Yeah. Uh, it's troubling. So you've got to, you know, if you, there are how many times, because you, you've got little kids at home. Our kids are, yeah. are in their 20s now. Um you know, when they were in high school, we always knew if something was bothering them. Yeah. But, you know, our son wouldn't necessarily talk to us because he, he didn't, he wanted, he, it's not that he bottled it up. He just didn't want to share everything. But and that's we, okay. They're but, supposed to have right. some But we figured out how to get, how to get yeah. through. Now, our daughter would tell us immediately. And that, that's a little bit helpful, to be honest with you. Then we, then you go into parent mode, like, how can I fix this? How can I help you fix this? But there, there's the problem, I think, right there. If you try and fix it on your own. And what you should allow them to do. Now, right. some things, there's going to be help, and you turn to people for help. Sure. But we've taken away kids' problem solving. We've taken away their confidence. Did you see what they're doing in Germany? This is crazy. 
they insurance companies are making playgrounds less safe because they're saying because it's so safe now kids nowadays do not understand risk assessment so they're asking playgrounds to go back to the way they used to be three-story structures falling down and breaking your arm is good because kids aren't having a real understanding of risk assessment wow. in life wow. and they're too anxious so they don't make good judgments so they don't want to insure them so they're asking playgrounds you go back to the way you used to be make it more dangerous make it more dangerous oh. because we taking away swings is stupid taking away things there are places in california and around here don't run in the playground. What are you talking about? Don't run in the playground. Yes. Signs up. Don't run in the playground. And there goes risk adverse. So they're asking, hey, it's time. This is insurance company saying you need to let uh, kids become uh, to, to do things that are dangerous because they will then understand what risk is about. If you take away all the risk, they have no ideas. That's crazy. Coming up next, Governor Hobbs. She has a solution for the homelessness problem in the Valley. Our question is, could this cause problems in your neighborhood? Next. Drive home with the Gatos and Chad show. Uh, good news, guys. Weather event tomorrow and Don Lemon, the guy who's so full of air, will be coming back after his short suspension for being a Richard. Thanks for that, man. We'll let you guys know I don't that. know if I needed any of that. It was kind of fun, though. Hey, uh, we're going to fix the homeless problem, potentially. A new bill aims to curb the homeless issues. I saw, by the way, in San Diego, saw a lot of people who are homeless. Yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of tents. I went into a store. A gentleman screamed at me. <laughs> really? I walked by him, and he went... <laughs> I thought, Gosh. sweet God. Because um, you were in California over the weekend. Yes, yes, I was. So there's some issues there. They got they got some real problems, and uh, they've spent a lot of money failing, and they're going to continue to throw money at failure. But we're going to try something new. Now, I don't know if Governor Hobbs will go for it, but it's Senate Bill 1117. That's 1117 that would give, essentially, uh, a chance for groups to override the city's Limits in certain things and allow people to build apartment buildings, smaller duplex, smaller than like 4,000 feet. So you're not putting up a 12-story thing, but maybe you're putting up a duplex and to make it... It's affordable housing. Affordable housing. Okay. What's wrong with building affordable housing? Well, here's the issue. Uh-huh. Everybody's for it until it's in their neighborhood. Okay. And you and I both know that. Was it last week? Who was it? Uh, Steph Curry, Right. Mr. Liberal basketball player, all they started putting affording housing. You said they were going to do in his neighborhood. He flipped out because the worry is, hey, we're not going to get the nice people. Hmm. We're not going to get that mom or dad or family's trying to get back on the feet. We're going to get crackheads and people are going to come and they're going to ruin the neighborhood. And our all of a sudden, our housing prices are going to go down. Everybody wants to help. But they want to do it from afar. Well, affordable housing. Let's say you live in Paradise Valley. Uh, you're not going to have a lot of affordable housing in Paradise Valley. No. Okay. And, no, and, and let's, you know, they're, they're million upon million upon million dollar houses. And you shouldn't. But if you you're going to have a right to live everywhere you want to live. Right, right. So would affordable housing go in Paradise Valley? 
It's no. This no. will be restricted to uh, certain areas of population. So, but don't those over areas... twenty five thousand people? Okay, but don't you have to build affordable housing in an area that already has affordable housing, and you want to build up that neighborhood? That's kind of that city? what a lot of people think. The thing is, though, so many of these things are in the middle of a city, anyways, and yeah. there's nowhere else to build, mm. and it's expensive to live in a lot of these cities. So. You know, uh, a lot of big cities are going through this right now. And I, I saw in Portland the other day that they have spent billions of dollars trying to get people off. And instead, what they've done is there's been a rise in homelessness and the chaos of where the money's going. And the fact that even when they give homes, only four out of 10 people stay there. The other six just disappear. Yeah. Uh, I was at an event this weekend. It's a charity event for uh, Save the Family. And uh, I went with the Carol Royce team. Yeah. So they introduced me to this charity. And, and so I've gone the last few years. Uh, my wife and I have, uh, 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 you know, volunteered. We've done some work with them. And so over the weekend, they were telling us at this big event where they go to raise money, right? Uh, Arizona is the number one eviction rate in the, in the country. Yeah. Okay. So we're kicking more people out for one reason or another out of their apartment or out of whatever. Okay. And so I learned a new, uh, something new. Have you ever heard of sofa surfing? Oh, yeah. Okay. Like oh, couch I, surfing. Couch surfing, yeah. yeah. So this is where you lose a, the place where you lie your head down at night. You're, maybe you lost your house. Maybe you got evicted from an apartment. You couldn't pay. So what do you do? Well, I'm going to go to Chad's house. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to sleep on the sofa for a week, but I know I can't stay. And then, you know, then I'm going to go to Becky Lynn's house yeah. and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sleep on her couch. Um, so when you think of, you know, just homeless people, it's not always people that are on the street. No. It is people who got kicked out and maybe they have a friend that they can go and crash for a bit. Which is but a, they're still homeless. A, a, but it's a, a vast diff- majority of people yeah. who don't have drug problems, crime problems, alcohol problems. Right. Will find a place to stay yeah. and will have somebody help them. Now, if you decide to move in somebody's house and you're like, you know what? I'm going to demand you do everything for me. You're like that guest and won't leave. That's one thing. Sure. But most people have places to go and and people that will help them out and give them a hand up. And maybe they get some help from the government. Right. And they're looking for what? Affordable housing. They're looking for affordable housing. They're looking for that. And do we have enough of it in Phoenix? But what's, again, it goes back to, to what, if, if you own a place and you're getting market rate for it. That's there's I mean, you're a business owner. Sure. Right? You know, there's nothing wrong with that. And, and affordable housing is such a, a BS story because what ends up happening is they say we're going to build 100 things over here and we're going to have some affordable housing. Well, yeah, they can afford it because they're going to two of those things are going to be affordable housing. The other 98 units are going to be regular priced and then some. So to say when they say they're building affordable housing, all too often it's we're building two units so we can get in saying we're doing that. But the rest of it's going to be regular. It's not all hundred units of affordable housing because as a business owner, you can't survive that way. How's this bill going to go? Uh, Senate Bill 11, 1117. I don't know because, again, you got to get votes. You got to get it through. But then even if it lands on her desk, is she going to sign it? I don't know. Who came up with it? Uh, Republican, actually. Well, I mean. You know, here's the problem. You've got, you know, part of that legislature that is 
pure MAGA coming yeah. up with ridiculous bills about elections, and we're you know we're gonna we're we're gonna we're gonna you know what was the thing with ten years they were gonna bounce you from uh, being a, re- a registered voter? Yeah, yeah. I mean, some of this just the stoop the stupidity coming from some of these bills. I mean, I'd like to look at this thing. I don't care who comes up with it, Republican, Democrat. If it's a good bill, it's a good bill. Yeah. But and again, I don't know if it's going to be a good bill. I don't know either. Of, what it starts out to be, and by the time it gets to where it needs to go, that thing will have changed 50 times. It's like it's like a movie, right? You write a script, and by the time it gets to the actual theaters, you're like, that doesn't even look anything like no. my movie. No. All right. Affordable housing. We'll see how affordable it really is, and we'll see if it ever gets there. We're 270,000, quote-unquote, units short, but I think if we had 270,000 units, I don't think you're getting 270,000 people to stay there because on top of that, we got to think about accountability mm-hmm. and getting better, not just handing people something. All right, coming up next, one business is only hiring non-stupid people. Yeah, the stupid are the worst. We're going to explain that next. It's the Gatos and Chad Show. Weather events Wednesday. Can't wait. Don't miss any of the exciting action. That's right. Winds should creep up to 60 miles per hour in the valley. Wendy has stormy eyes, and that'll be here all day. That is correct. Would you hire a stupid person? I would not. You know, I will do it myself. <laughs> because stupid people... What's the old great saying? Never argue with somebody stupid. Because... You're never going to win. Argue with somebody who's smart because even if you lose said argument, you will learn something. Uh, same thing goes for hiring somebody stupid because all you're going to do is give me more work. Pizzeria in Columbus, Ohio. They've got a sign right outside. They 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 need help. They need to hire somebody, but not just anybody. It's all because of this. A sign that reads, hiring now, non-stupid people. Hiring now, non-stupid people. It was all just supposed to be a joke, nothing serious. Stockton says the sign's been on display for months, but it was a social media post that went viral this week that took the attention to another level. Is there fear at all that this could detract people from the business with the sign? Any publicity is good publicity. All right, that's right. I think this is awesome. Imagine this pizzeria trying to find somebody to hire. Either they're not getting any calls and they put this stunt out or the people that they are are interviewing. Uh, how do I say this? They're stupid. stupid. <laughs> That's right. I don't, I don't <laughs> they're have stupid. You, I mean, have you you go in and interview people sometimes and you think, how do you it's even when you go to, to, to places where they've hired people, you think. How do you get through the day? There's a reason why some of those people bring their mommies to their interviews. Between anxiety and they're always worried about, you know, somebody may have said something that offended them about pronouns to people that just can't. They just getting through a door is confused. I mean, it's it's awful. I mean, you ever had like it's like sometimes you'll say something to somebody and, you know, when you talk to your like a dog and they kind of turn your head, and you're thinking they're understanding it. And then you realize they're just a dog. Mm. They don't understand anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've got a, a motto. Don't hire a stupid person. It's hard, man. Some people could fake it for a little while. Yeah. Right. I love in the article. <laughs> See, we, we hired somebody and they brought a they brought a Nerf gun to work. They did not. I brought a Nerf gun to work. Oh, for crying out loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What what are you going to do? What are you doing with a Nerf gun? I don't know. Okay. I, it's a pizza joint. Why would I need it? Well, what if a Nerf <laughs> fight breaks out, man? Oh, I want to be ready for I want to be ready. 
for so your fight. This, uh, this, uh, it's Santino's Pizzeria in uh, Columbus, and everybody's talking. Here's the funniest part, right? They put the sign outside, right? They turned it, <laughs> turned it upside down. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's hilarious. Can you imagine people trying to read that sign now? Why is that sign upside down? I'm not going to work there. It's upside down. I can't work for a place that's got an upside down sign. You think the first thing when you go into an interview at Santino's Pizzeria is are you are you are you stupid? Because somebody will be offended and they'll call and complain. Oh geez, they asked me if I was stupid. I didn't know how to answer. Uh, they're looking for reliable, on time uh, folks that want to. Come to work. They, this is what they said. This is what one of the managers said. We're looking for workers that are just reliable on time and don't come to work in like sandals. <laughs> it's, uh, we're looking at you, Nick, out there. Uh, we got one of our guys wear socks and sandals because I think he thinks he's we're working on vacation. Him. But here's the thing How did we get to a point in life where no you're just people asking for people to show up on time? Right. To not break anything or hurt themselves or anybody else while they're there, you're, it's a bunch of mouth breathers, <laughs> and this is the best you can do. I got to tell you, I would eat pizza there. I would, too, because yeah. I know it might take a little longer, but the person who performed uh, the task of bringing me pizza was not stupid. <laughs> they're saying uh, they're getting a ton of support for the sign. Yeah. We want people to serve you here. We just don't want them to be idiots. That's right. I, that's my kind of place. Stupid is. I stupid like it. Does. All right, we'll be back tomorrow. When With the wind event Wednesday. Everybody gets blown away. Okay.